This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by ComicBookClick.com. That's it, people. ComicBookClick.com is the one stop for all things Comic Book Click, our merchandise, our articles, and every single episode of the Major Issues Podcast. Visit ComicBookClick.com and remember, you, yes, you are worthy. Everybody out there in comic book land, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're listening to this, you could only be here for one reason, and it's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by ComicBookClick.com, and as always, I am never alone. Sir, please introduce yourself. I am your overused dystopian future, Gregory Thomas, aka GT Rebirth. GT Rebirth is here, and it feels like it's been quite some... It's been so long! It's been so long! <laughs> since you've been on the show. Uh... But there's a lot of happenings been happening since you've been on on, on the show. We decided to uh, mix up the schedule a little bit with Fandom next week coming out and all the news that's supposed to be coming from there. Uh, we have Fandom pegged for next week's topic, but you came out of the woodwork with this week's topic, which is Thanos wins a Marvel comic storyline uh, dealing with the mad titan Thanos. Figure we play with Marvel for a little bit before jumping onto the DC bandwagon next week. Because you, know, um, you know how we are with that bandwagon. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I guess up top, before we, we dive into the, the beautifulness that is Thanos wins, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you excited for fandom at all uh, with, with the stuff coming out of there? Um, I, I, I remain optimistically curious about fandom. I They're setting themselves up for a lot of stuff, and it's this like long-running thing. I, I'm highly interested in what they intend to go with. I still don't care all that much about the Snyder Cut, so they can have that. Okay. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm curious what they intend to do with, like, uh, maybe a Suicide Suicide Squad trailer premiere. Okay, I ass- yeah, I, yeah. I assume that might be coming up. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm giving any, it is- some I'm giving it some rope just because that's it. Like from perspective of the theme of the film, it's just like oh, James Gunn knows how to write this movie. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> he'll he'll have it all figured out. Is there any film that in particular that you're looking forward to? We have The Batman, Wonder Woman is still dragging its feet because of COVID. Um, uh, probably a look at Black Adam, probably something about the Flash film with Ezra Miller. Is there anything in DC's uh, future you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to them charging uh, about $49.99 for Wonder Woman on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> um, you think it's going to end up happening? HBO Max is going to get old girl? Uh. I, I don't think it will, but I think I, th- I think if it does happen, it's going to be very begrudging and it's going to have a lot of trouble because uh, the director and and WB are like, they know this is a big deal for them monetarily. Right, right. No, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's hard it, to give it, up. 
Yes, it is. I have a feeling though that DC might be trying to do their own con in general. Okay. You know, like just like because I was thinking from the New York Comic Cons that I've been to, they've always had to carve out this like really small section of the whole Javits Center yes. for themselves. Um, it's always the same spot. It's always downstairs by the cosplay area, all the way in the back. Um, and it's it's never it's never really impressive. It's usually a, a bunch of uh, glass cases with some costumes in it and then uh maybe a video game or two but it like with all that dc encompasses all the different you know the video games the uh collectibles uh movies and television and now the dc universe app um maybe they're trying their hand at their own sort of d23-esque uh convention with this uh fandom but as with DC, everything looks great on paper. <laughs> it yeah. all looks and sounds like it's going to be fantastic. I'm excited for it, but also incredibly trepidatious just in general because it's never been done before. So, you know. I, I remain curious for the distance. Um, yes. <laughs> it's it's interesting in the sense that DC has never been great at, like, mass media stuff. Yeah, right. You know, um, and we've, we've talked about it personally before, where, like, D- DC has always lacked this uh, connection with the audience as far as a figurehead or a person to, be, to connect to. Right, In, right, in the yeah. sense that, you know, Marvel has always had Stan Lee yeah. as the avatar for the entire company. For good or ill, but yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes there's definitely some ill involved. Um, <laughs> right, but they've always had that connection with somebody to where you could at least like we we can send Stan out to promote this thing, right? And he has enough goodwill in himself that he could you know pass those things along. Yeah, even when he was you know literally on death's door, he they were still <laughs> right carting him out there. Um, Excelsior! <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> They tried it with Jeff Johns, but like they 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 they, they never really push him out there. Jim Lee is just right. not the guy, right? And then Gal did her Imagine song, and since then I haven't seen her. We we don't talk about that. <laughs> she did that, and since then she's like, you know what? Maybe someone else. Um, uh, I I I can't wait to fandom, and it seems so so uh far away, even though it's it's next weekend, but something that you were able to get extremely close to, you got to play the beta for Avengers, Marvel's Avengers. Yes. Um uh what system? Uh, the PlayStation. PlayStation, what did you think? You, you got to this is the game everyone's been talking about. Uh the news broke. Oh, I've literally been talking about it for ago. three years ever since they put out the announcement <laughs> and then just three years. Look, this game was announced before Infinity War came out. You know how annoying it is to watch those two movies happen and not hear a thing? Right. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I like I heard rumors people I heard there might be a rumor that DC might talk about doing the Green Lantern core movie. And I'm like, you guys said that was gonna come in twenty twenty. <laughs> like we should already be living in that time. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But also isn't there a show? Why is there a movie? Pick a side. Come on. You got to pick a side. You, somebody got to pick a side. Do, is it is it worth the money to you? You've played it for a bit. I know initial uh, reservations were because of the models. A lot of people were beholden to their MCU uh, models for those characters, and then they weren't too happy when they saw the uh, Crosdale version 
of a lot of those uh, characters. But how's the playthrough? Do you recommend it? Is it enough game in this beta for you to make that decision? Um, I think there is, especially when you're talking about playing with friends. Um, but there, there's not a ton of content as far as campaign-wise because they don't want to give stuff away. You get like two campaign missions, and then it's all of the uh, sort of multiplayer kind of, uh, what do they call looter-shooter kind of gameplay. Well, you know, okay. you do the you do uh you do jobs, you complete objectives, and you get gears. You know that kind of thing. Um, right. Uh, the the direct comparison is always Destiny, which is a game I haven't played, so I can't make, I can't um, build those okay. bridges. Yeah, it's a lot of building. I I played Destiny, the first Destiny. People love it. I'm not one much for the gear stuff, but it seems like everything is gearing its way over to that d- direction anyway yes like um uh f- very similarly um fallen order which i played you know you got to build up your skills and your attacks and all kinds of stuff you do it with batman it's gonna happen it was gonna happen eventually and i think that skill trees um, for everyone. I, yeah having the gear like I, I i really think that adding you know layers and being able to customize th- things is always a good sign for you know uh replayability of these games once you once you tackle everything there is to tackle to be a completionist sometimes to get some of those looks put together is some of the fun part uh, of that so i can't i can't wait i, I really want to end up playing that thing i haven't made up my decision yet seeing as uh freaking sony is keeping spider-man away from the rest of us <laughs> but uh but we will we will see what ends up happening because of that it doesn't bother me because i never think of spider-man as an avenger yeah but that's what I'm saying. Like that's just that's just the extra oomph for no reason. That's just the extra. Sure. Oh, and by the way, we're just gonna add Spider Man, and you guys can't have him. But I, I, I was uh, I was expecting it in a sense. Maybe not Spider Man because like there was always that weirdness between like um, uh, drawing a line between the Spider Man game that it came out and what we're putting on here. But right. um, but I, I already knew that they had announced maybe a year ago that like PlayStation was going to get exclusive. So I was like, I maybe I was ahead of the game on that one. I don't know. Yeah. Also, you were just waiting for the ball to drop for that, yeah. for that announcement. Cause you knew something was going to be exclusive. Yes. That make that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so why Thanos wins? Why this story? How did you happen upon this story about the mad Titan? I just, I, I came across the premise and I was look as I was looking for something new to read. I thought like this 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 always sounded interesting, right? This okay, always sounded okay. pretty interesting to me. So I just thought let's give it a go. Um, right. I like the idea. About I'm curious about the the idea of a Thanos centered story. Right considering we don't get to see a lot of his machinations when he's in other adventures. We just see him when he shows up. No, you just see him like outside of death's door with a boombox. Yes. yes like yes. love me. <laughs> What's your background with uh, Donnie Cates? Um, Absolutely are you none. Writing? Absolutely none. So you, you completely left Thor once uh, Jason Aaron boogied. Um, I haven't been able to keep up with it. Okay. Because okay. COVID threw me off of everything. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. I remember yes. there was, you know, Thor gets the power cosmic, and then I got lost in there somewhere. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, so any background with Cosmic Ghost Rider prior to this? Only from you guys. Yes, which is a cheap plug to say. Uh, If you guys have read the first volume of Cosmic Ghost Rider, you can go ahead and uh, look back at one of the episodes. We covered the entire first volume, that first five, I want to say five, six issue story covering the Cosmic Ghost Rider. And actually, it's the events that take place after this story here. So find out what happened to Cosmic Ghost Rider at the end of Thanos Wins um, because it's sure to shock you. Guys, not... Uh, I assure you that plug not was as not God planned. As he thinks. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but no, yeah. I, I've, I've, I never got to read Cosmic Ghost Rider. I, I listened in on the episode with you, and I, I think it was Dan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and go ahead. the guys are hit. You know, they, they, they're rolling out. There's Cosmic Ghost Rider. This Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel uh, history, and I believe right now, currently being printed, is Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Right. Which so is sort of the... which is sort of fun to read in the sense that I've I've now got to I I've got to create in my head this really goofy John Berndall. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And the thing is, it's like it's it's just another notch. The same way you have your old man Logan, at, you know, aside from your other Logan. Yes. You have that. You have that notch. It's like okay, I know my Frank Castles, but this is. A completely freaking different uh, Frank Castle. Totally different. Um, so my first introduction to uh, Donny Cates was I had hearing I had been hearing some really good things about his Venom run. Um, and so that seems I, to be the thing everyone hears about. Yeah, so I jumped on Venom and I read a good couple of issues. Maybe got into the twenties uh, before you know different other comic book um, commitments drug me back, mm. but. I I really liked how he lengthened the story, and he really did a lot of a lot of work to connect. Because um, I like everything. I think across the board, right? DC and Marvel are both guilty of this. You have a new writer come come in, and they'll try to introduce an entity, an artifact, a villain that presumably was here way before anything, right? Yes. And you can't do that unless you tie them into almost everything that's come after. And so with um with which is venom, kind of always annoying because it's always just like this important thing has been here the entire time right right so with with um venom he was able to recontextualize the god butcher's blade right um in from thor into saying that it was the uh it was the blade created by the first and God of the symbiotes, no. The all black. So it's yeah. So it's little things like that. Like he's really trying to connect some dots there. But what I'm when I when when I was it looking works through for his, him when it's stuff he wrote at least. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm guessing there was some kind of collaboration with Jason Aaron on that, right? I, I was uh, yeah. Um, I mean, when it's stuff he when it's stuff he gets to my I, I, I got those mixed up with Thor again. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I go. I get what you mean. Um. It seems though he gets he's getting to play a lot with the tools in the cosmic Marvel tool chest. Yes. Um his his work on Venom um and I guess some of the stuff with Thor has led to uh writing Silver Surfer Black, writing Absolute Carnage, writing Cosmic Ghost Rider, writing the new run of Guardians of the Galaxy. They're really letting him uh create a landscape up there with those characters. Um 
And I, I mean, I like I said, I like the Venom stuff. The Thanos stuff seems to be working well <laughs> from what I read. So I'm very curious to check out some of those other um, characters to see what layers he was able to craft out of them. Especially that Silver Surfer Black because the Silver Surfer in this story seems black. Or is that me? Is that a stylistic choice? I, I, I thought he was too. And I, I actually... When I first saw it, I thought, like, is this, does this have something to do with the other book, or is this just a thing? Right, right, right. I don't know. Maybe is this the an, is this a coincidental, story. like, look? Like, hey, we'll make him dark because he's fallen. Right. I don't know if the Silver Surfer Black story is a, the same way that Cosmic Ghost Rider is a continuation of that character. I don't know if, if that's the same as well. I'll have to do some some looking into that. Right. Um. But what do you think it is in general about Thanos that makes him such a compelling villain? I mean, he's the first big bad of the entire Infinity Saga, right? Um, what do you think it is? I guess sticking with the comic one at first, uh, what do you think it is about that character that makes him keep coming back? Uh, I think there's like a fun boisterousness to his character that is uh, almost charming in his like irredeemability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, is, he is so so in deep with exactly how horrible a person he is yeah um yeah. i think there's also a lot uh i think there's also a grandeur that you don't get with a lot of villains that creates a staying power like uh thanos being this um no pun intended this like tightening of villains to them that puts them on par with guys like galactus and doom like like so much that you went out of your way to write a face-off between doom and thanos in secret war right right yeah uh, so that he he has like almost earned his place in that pantheon which makes him always a bit interesting yeah i think that, yeah he he definitely is an eventuality if you're if you're if you think you've you've brought the entire universe to peace, you will have to eventually meet Thanos. In inevitability, even. Yeah, yep. Inevitability. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think the guy, too, I think it, that weird, that weird love affair with death is such a an odd wrinkle to have. It's almost like, like we talk often about Superman when, when me and you are on the cast, and one of the things that we say is that um, one of his failings or one of the internal feelings that he feels is that he can't save everybody. Right. Like that's his biggest, saddest feeling is that walking around knowing he can't save everybody. I feel like it's kind of the same with Thanos, but reverse <laughs> where he can't kill everyone Yes, at, at, at all times. And that's what makes him sad. The idea that he can't just kill everyone all the time at all times. Um, and that's, and there, like, like you said, again, like there's no remorse. There's constant, different stories in the marvel universe of people being kind to him of him losing everything and having to get it all back of him needing to begrudgingly you know team up with with heroes to get the job done but it always goes back to the idea that this man is still irredeemable he's still you know the worst of the worst uh what was your take on the mcu thanos were you a fan yes uh it was interesting in the sense that I, I had had very little experience with Thanos before that, but the the, the experiences I had were always very, like, uh, um, even in the voice acting, big, boisterous, boisterous character. You yeah. know, over the top in that sense, you know what I mean? Right, so, definitely. So for the Josh Bolin version to play him so calm and down to earth and, like, 
it, it was a sort of a deep bubbling psychotic. Right. Was, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's almost scarier in the fact that he. Yeah, it's like a Kelsey grammar, like a weird, relaxed, yeah. <laughs> distinguished um, mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just. Um, yeah, there was something like. The the open like the 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 book ending of you know um him kind of being asked like okay and so you murder half the world what are you gonna do and he's like oh yeah I'll just sit and watch a grateful universe look back at me yeah. and then that's exactly now nah, I don't know if they were grateful but that's exactly how the film ends like we got to see a little bit of what happens when Thanos wins and in the film when he won he was kind of done he did his job he was making soup I think or some sort yeah. of <laughs> some sort of meal gumbo. Some sort of gumbo, some sort of space gumbo uh, before he was I lo- uh, murdered. I, I love the idea that he just kind of like, like, I didn't expect that they would fight back. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah. Now that I think about it, especially when reading the comic, um, and I went back to, uh, to issue one with the Thanos thing, because I was curious in general as to what a Thanos-led comic would be about, you know, yeah. a Thanos-led comic. And so I find myself, you know, uh, real curious about, him like like i said in the beginning they find ways to tear him down they bring his son in which i wasn't too privy to the thane of it all yes uh i guess that's just the man's name thane uh but one of the things one of the things that they didn't really replicate into the mcu that i found out was a big aesthetic part of thanos is his eyes Mm -hmm. like they're these big blue glowing pools of Universe, nothing. I guess nothing. you would say. Nothingness. <laughs> nothing, nothingness. Yeah. Uh, um, they glowed in Avengers. I don't know if you remember when he turned his face and he was like, "It would be to court death." Oh uh, yeah. And then he turned his face. He had those big blue uh, glowing peepers before. The, the, um, the, the Thanos that was before we even considered the idea of like, wait, is this the guy we're going with? Yeah. So As he apparently, had because apparently Joss Whedon just like thought it would be cool to have him at the end. <laughs> Yes, he ha- he didn't even have a plan for that. No, like we talked about on the cast, um, he would go, you know, like they would end up changing that Thanos, Thanos to the one from Guardians, and so the purple they ended up changing completely, like the tone of purple. But one of the things I like now that I've read this story, one of the things I like about the Guardians, uh, Thanos is that he says "boy," because that's something that this guy says. All the time, boy, shut up, boy. Don't you speak back to me, boy. And I'm like, he's very, he very much likes that. He very much likes to call people boy and backhand them. Your politics uh, bore me. That's it. That's it. That's it. That big booming voice and his, his, um, crackling, uh, voice box or voice dialogue bubble. Yeah. Is always, is always like crackling with energy. Uh, they go to great lengths to show that. So, the beginning of the um this run, this Thanos run, it's an eighteen issue run. Uh, the first twelve issues are under Jeff Lemire. Um, I was able to read some Black Hammer, uh, written by Jeff Lemire, tremendous stuff. And even the beginnings of this stuff, you're dealing with Nebula, you're dealing with, like I said, Thane. Um, you're dealing with him losing and gaining his powers back, etc. Really, really good stuff. But taking over for him is Donny Cates, like we were talking about, and with art by Geoff Shaw. It's time to get into Thanos Lives. So let's crack this bad boy open. Mm. 
like a like the chest of a cosmic ghost right here. Oh dear. So <laughs> so our our story starts off with a statement. And it's a statement that Donnie Cates is gonna try to prove true hmm. and prove is a constant is in the Marvel universe. It's a statement he says is not only true, but that that truth is known to all heroes and villains alike. The statement is that when the universe as we know it slows to a stop, when the dust settles and the smoke clears and the clouds part, when there is no war left to wage, Thanos wins. Yes. We see an example of that when the Mad Titan himself conquers all of Chitauri Prime on a whim in about five hours, which includes slaughtering their soldiers, murdering their king, and assuming the throne. Mm. Once the ruler of Chitauri Prime, the Mad Titan is interrupted when the frigid blood flakes that fall like snow turn into a downpour like rain. He is alerted that someone is blazing through all of the Chitauri defenses and he recognizes the smell of death as we are introduced to the cosmic Ghost Rider. But this is not like any Ghost Rider we've ever met because although he is the spirit of vengeance, he also did some time as the Herald of Galactus and is imbued with both powers of hellfire and the power of cosmic I just, is there something I just more imagining like kickstart my heart throughout the entire intro right could you imagine i mean it's, i mean something is there is there something less describable than the power of cosmic uh, <laughs> <laughs> um probably the force it's probably the cosmic cube right like they just it does it all it does it. a lot yeah I, I, yeah i said like probably the force because like it just is and then right. everyone just like accepts it right and you could transfer the power cosmic you could just you know like it's it's a thing so my a cosmic ghostwriter here has hellfire power cosmic um he, we also hear that he's the right hand the black right hand of the mad king a title that doesn't really mean too much to us right now no he introduces himself to Thanos, and his nonchalant nature is a tip that he isn't all right in the head. Uh, he tells Thanos that his uh, that he needs to come with him, and when Thanos refuses and retaliates, Ghost Rider wraps him in chains made from the bones of Sidorak. Mm-hmm. He, sh- he shows him a sliver of a time stone and tells him that he needs to come with him. Strapped to the cosmic cycle, Ghost Rider uses the stone to traverse time and space, and they end up millions of years into the future where Thanos is brought before the last ruling king of the universe, Thanos himself. King Thanos tells young Thanos that in this timeline, with no one left to oppose him, Thanos has won. Mm. So what do, you th- what do you think of that Cosmic Ghost Rider look? What do you think of the uh, the melding of the two, space and hell, I guess? <laughs> I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, if you're really into just this, this like, silly, over-the-top design for Ghost Rider... Which it, it, right. it almost feels kind of like uh, um, 90s. I was like, I got shoulder pads and, and leather and bikes. We're dealing right now on the DC side with Death Metal. And Death Metal seems to be an amalgamation of Batman plus blank. Or do you have any issues with them just smashing in three people here? Ghost Rider, Silver Surfer, seemingly, and um, Frank Castle? Um, I mean, not in the sense of like power levels. Right. Uh, I like I said, it, it it it's so over the top at this point anyway that you may as well it in due to the way like knowing how cosmic goes right or shake shakes out, it's almost like it doesn't bother me. You gave him all these powers because he has nothing to right to, to right. Do it against. 
No, you no, you're right. And um I think what's what's interesting is that it's it's I mean it's definitely and Marvel gets away with this. Every comic book gets away with this, but it's been a while since Marvel's been able to get away with this. But uh it's the rule of cool. Right. right? Looks so damn cool, no one's asking many questions. And so uh I just love like the fr- that the front wheel of the bike is just like this big power it's the a, power it, it, it's, it's it's the uh it's it's kind of like the the crazy hot chart where it's just like how much cool will you how much stupid do you accept with a certain amount of cool that's it you know that's if it. it's a lot of cool we will we will take a lot of stupid exactly cool cool is like you know 200 proof so sometimes yeah. you got to chase that with a little with a little dumbness yeah. to you know get things get things in order but yeah i, I liked him i did when i first saw him i thought about like it would be pretty cool to, to either do or see a cosplay of that, but then it also seems incredibly difficult <laughs> to have like uh, the flaming head and the galaxy say, before, body and the oh my god. Before we get to move on, much it kind of actually reminds me of the uh, the um team the team four star clip from the movie where they're like discussing Broly and Vegeta's just like it's so dumb, but he's so cool. <laughs> But it's yes, so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so cool. It's 100% the truth. Uh, wait, so um, did you know that uh, this was Frank when you started? Uh, yes, because I, I had already listened to you guys on it. Okay, okay. I In the beginning, I was wondering, because I had already had the knowledge, I was wondering if there was something that they were going to play around with. Because they don't, they don't bring it up right then and there in the first issue. Um, I th- I think we end up finding it uh, in the third, in the last. Oh, no, sorry, in the second uh, issue, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Donnie Do- doesn't wait long, but he lets you stew in it for a little bit. Yeah, if I had to guess, given what I saw, I would have guessed Wade Wilson. Right, because the attitude is definitely Wade, and you'd expect you him know, to live through it. Right, and live through everything, and end up probably being every other job under the sun. Uh, but yes. So the, the, Donnie is just is just going, I think, full philosophical in this story, right? Because the next issue poises a question. It's a lot of writing, but I picked out one question that I thought was pretty interesting. If fate and destiny are truly intertwined, is a man who dies from a gunshot wound dead the moment the bullet is created? Where do you sit on that, GT Rebirth? Um, I hate fatalism, but... <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, that's an answer, right? It maybe not. Maybe th- that bullet goes somewhere else. Maybe time is able to change things. And you're right. I, I think time is. I, if, if we're gonna get super conceptual about it, I think time is totally malleable. I don't ever believe in that like fate and destiny kind of stuff. I, I, I always yeah. found that that's the sort of thing that it it for a lot of people, most especially villains, it is the backbone of justifying to the nth degree anything i do right to get yeah. to this place that i'm supposed to be at yeah yeah and and thanos thanos is it thanos am i saying it wrong i always said it's thanos, thanos. It? i think it is thanos because i think that's how gamora says it and it's the daughter saying it like that that's the way we should say it. um uh, yeah so i think thanos the interesting thing about him is like the story already poses like it's setting up everything for you. It's setting up this idea that he likes to conquer. He likes to murder how he always wins. And now we see him as this King um, and we'll get into it. But like, again, 
if, if we take the bullet, the fatalism of the bullet uh, question, and we turn it around to the universe, has the entire universe been on borrowed time since the birth of Thanos? Right. Which I think is the question they're trying to ask here. Um, and I mean, maybe, but again, he changes his own time. So who knows? Yes. And, and, uh, and we then it's we... also like an interesting, I guess it's an interesting question of like, uh, like what, what kind of, what kind of story is it trying to tell? If like, I, I don't mean Donny Cates. I mean, like if, if fate and destiny were intertwined and if this was always going to happen, did it craft this story where Thanos constantly loses? Right, right. Did it do that in the middle? Purpose? In the middle? In in the middle of yeah. it? Right. Leading to leading to what you would assume is the real eventuality. Right. Oh my god, I'm getting confused. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay. just, yeah. No. The snow keeps eating its own tail over and over again. It is the overworld oh. of the entire thing? It's like it, I'm going to constantly try. Did you create? Like, did we craft this story for me to constantly fail before we get to the place? And you realize that things need to change before you end up there, mm-hmm. so you can go where you're supposed to go. That makes a lot of sense. Um, we we go over uh, the origins of Thanos on and his birth on the small moon of Saturn called Titan, um, and we see that the being who would be known as the Mad Titan is born to two Eternals, Susan and Alars. Um, That's a, it has an interestingly pedestrian name for an Eternal. Especially Suzanne. <laughs> that one, I was like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I know Suzanne is being eternal. Does that work? Right. Um, and this is also a very... This 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 quote, if you will, mm-hmm. feels very modern comic book, where it says, the legends say that this is what happened, but in reality, what actually happened... <laughs> Right. It's a lot of what modern comic books. So there's, it goes like the legends say that upon seeing his mutated form and looking into the eyes of this god, that the mother Suzanne went insane. But what really happened mm-hmm. was it, she went mad when she first uttered his name, a name she never said before or since. Yes, Thanos. Um, and then he killed her. Right when he was twelve. Um, so I, I enjoy yeah. those sorts of things when it plays with real life history. It's a lot weirder when it plays with fake canon. Yes, like when the bat is actually a vessel for. <laughs> Don't start. Don't even start. <laughs> no, God, no. Put a pin in that. So, uh, um, I like I I like when you know when um, Metal Gear Solid plays with it, where it's just like, no, 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 no. The Cuban Missile Crisis was a lie. It was all a front for this stupid, you know, plot they were putting I mean, into this video game. I mean, they did it in X-Men too, remember? Yeah. <laughs> they were they out did. there They're out there in Cuba. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think that's where Xavier got shot. <laughs> I think, I think they just really like shooting on the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's it. <laughs> uh, so Thanos would grow up with an insatiable appetite for murder and domination. Uh, that appetite caused him to kill his mama at the age of 12, but it also gave us all the memorable moments we know Thanos for, like his Infinity War, his Infinity Crusade, yes. his part in the Annihilation War, his allegiance to Mistress Death, uh, his battles with with entities, uh, and, and all of his escapades across Marvel's cosmic universe. So from then on, the story tells us what became of the Mad Titan after he eventually snuffed out all opposition. They show him destroying the X-Men. They show him destroying the Defenders. They show him beating the Avengers. They show him beating Odin. They show him beating the Hulk. 
They show him beating the Guardians of the Galaxy. They show him destroying the Shi'ar Royal Guard. No one was free of his killing spree. No. Um, and he basically brings his own, uh, like, like the, he's just this cloud of destruction running through and taking everybody, you know, uh, taking no prisoners. And that's when Kate decides to call upon the order of the universe as he sees it. Mm-hmm. In his eyes, the Phoenix burns, Galactus devours, the Watcher watches, the Celestials judge, Thanos lives, Thanos denies, Thanos wins. Yes. And with no one left to oppose him, Thanos crafted a tower from the bones of a celestial and lived within it, hoping to spend the rest of his... I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty swanky uh, 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 living situation. <laughs> in, the bones of a, in the bones of a celestial, that's pretty, that's pretty pimp. Um, but he, he built this tower, hoping to spend the rest of his infinite days in peace. But for some reason, he can't. Back in our story's timeline, young Thanos strikes King Thanos, King Thanos, with the younger believing the king to be an imposter. The young one goes to attack Ghost Rider, and King Thanos begs him not to. Another sign to young Thanos that this old man couldn't be him because he would never beg. Mm. The two do battle until King Thanos calls young Thanos by the name originally intended for them. Am I saying this right? Dion? That's how I took it. Dion, uh, which <laughs> just sounds urban. Yeah, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound yeah. like an alien. I, I, I'm imagining, I'm imagining, um, Mr. <laughs> doing a backflip at the 20 yard line. Do you remember, um, all those pictures of like Thanos with waves and a fade? Oh, stuff like that? yes. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing right now. It's like, oh, this is my homie Dion. Yeah, this is my homie Dion. He's just looking for a good time. You know, he's new in town. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but hearing that name, literally the name never really actually spoken, uh, causes the uh, uh, young Thanos to realize that King Thanos is him. So he agrees to help him. And King Thanos says, I need you to help me find somebody who's near and dear to me. When young Thanos asks, asks who the king laughs and says who do you think which made me laugh because i was like i was like we still on this we still doing this we still do it's a million years it's a million years there's nobody here one million years nothing listen listen you can't you can't take away my my enjoyments of you know dramatic oh my this is yeah this is my story this is the only thing i got you can't take this away right um i don't know i have you ever read uh Thanos and Deadpool? No. There's a they're fighting basically for Mistress Death. Right. And I think Thanos uh curses Wade so that he can never die. Okay. So he can never be with so he can never be with her. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the pettiness that they have for this woman. I remember uh, hearing about that <laughs> going down. Yes. They like teamed up, I think, to save her or do something for her, and uh eventually uh, Thanos double crosses him and he's like, screw that. I'm the only one for her. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of basic, bro. You're kind of a king. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Neither here nor there. Um, although, oh, let's get into issue 15. Although many claw their eyes out when Ghost Rider performs his penance there, it's simply something King Thanos does every morning to remind himself of the tortures, horrors, and decimation he's unleashed upon the universe. 
the stare, which is a form of absolute punishment as it forces you to look at every terrible thing you've done. It's just something Thanos does for fun. How do you feel about that revelation that he just does the penance there every morning? I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like he has the penance there for breakfast. Like, that's just... He's just like, ah, oh, yes, does. I enjoy this little... I enjoy this <laughs> walk down memory lane. Yeah, he's like, I loved all this stuff. What do you mean? This is like a, it's like a highlight reel of my of my greatest hits. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is fantastic. It's like a mixtape for death. Yeah. That's what it is right there. Um... Both versions of the Mad Titan sit for breakfast when young Thanos asks King Thanos, where is she? Where's death? This is when King Thanos reveals that even though he gave her everything and slaughtered millions in her name, she has not returned and he doesn't know where she is. After all these years, King Thanos has finally realized there's only one more to kill before she will return, but he needs young Thanos and his help. Young Thanos asks, who does King Thanos have to kill? And he answers, the fallen one before taking off to prepare for war. Young Thanos accompanies cosmic ghost rider while he goes to quote unquote, feed the dog. The two continue some small talk and cosmic ghost rider sees unfazed by the gravitas of Thanos saying that he spent hundreds of years serving him. And that plus being a spirit of vengeance and the herald of Galactus would turn any man insane. We then see the dog cosmic ghost rider has to feed and it's the incredible Hulk. Thanos has been keeping Bruce Banner slash the Hulk as a pet and has been feeding him the carcasses of dead heroes. Some, like Captain America, were eaten alive by Banner. that was wild. Who is uncontrollable in this Hulk form. I'm just, that's just, I don't, why do you always end up like this, Hulk? In all your futures, (laughs) you always end up being the tool of something and just like a disgusting. And it always ends in some sort of cannibalism. Right, like that's what I say. It becomes like this weird, unthinking, un you know, unfeeling mass of of Hulk. Yes, <laughs> always. Oh, I feel so bad. Um, Cosmic Ghost Rider introduces himself, and we finally find out who the man is behind the skull, and it's none other than the one man army himself, Frank Castle, aka the Punisher. Frustrated that he was left to hang out with the servants, Young Thanos confronts the King who is holding Searcher's Twilight, a.k.a. the Sword of Doom. But you you forgot weapon. to mention the, the iconic move, uh, movie moment we got at the reveal. Oh, he's holding his hand out? Uh, after that. Oh, what happened to that? Because I have no idea who you are. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then he goes, yeah, figures. <laughs> like, he that... that when they reveal who uh, the Cosmic Ghost Rider is, it's an entire, it's a page turn. Yes. And you see, you see um, Cosmic Ghost Rider standing there with his hand stretched out to get a handshake, say, the name's Frank Castle. And it's a reveal to us. But then when you go to the next panel, Thanos is like, I have no idea who you are. And, and Ghost Rider's like, yeah, figures. Just <laughs> and then, and completely then, like, take the piss out of the moment. Yep. And, and nothing else is said up about uh, him until the next issue. But, <laughs> yeah, he's like, um, he's frustrated, young Thanos is, that he has to hang out with Cosmic Ghost Rider. So he confronts the king, who's who has Surtur's Twilight, a.k.a. the Sword of Doom, the weapon only before wielded by the ruler of <coughs> Muspelheim. <laughs> Muspelheim. 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 The- the sword holds immense cosmic power and can be used to shatter dimensional barriers or manipulate mystical energy. Young Thanos is almost impressed. 
He apologizes for his temper, explaining that he comes from a time where he has renounced death as his, as his lover. So he doesn't understand what's going on now. But King Thanos laughs again and says, what did you see when you saw that penister this morning? Which made me laugh again because, he, again, he's calling him out like, come on, bro. I know what magazines are under your under your bed. I am you. <laughs> I'm you, bro. I know what's in your search. Like, no, no, no. I remember this. We said a lot of things. Yes, yes. Was this the third time or the fourth time we broke up with it? So they you know, all, they all just, blend together in the nothingness of eternity. Yeah, and and he explains that she will always be his muse, even millions of years from now, even right now, as he thinks he's gotten rid of her. He's she's still the muse. Mm. Suddenly, an explosion announces the arrival of the fallen one, but we find out that the fallen one isn't a man, but it's a title, and it's revealed to be Norman Rad, the Silver Surfer, and with him, the Annihilation Wave or Horde, the Horde, Horde, the Horde, wave. Horde Wave. <laughs> Yeah, he's looking back. I, I I popped when I saw him. I was like, oh, I don't know what you're here for, but <laughs> you're going to be here for something. You seem pretty cool. I don't know how he's managed to uh, coax all those brain-dead bugs right. into helping him, but they're all about to be um, lightning bugs in a second anyway. So uh, let's get into issue 16. In the beginning of the of the next issue, we are given the backstory for our cosmic ghostwriter. Just like our Frank Castle, he was a vigilante, punishing those who deserved it with bullets and firepower. During the hero's last stand against Thanos, he was killed by debris, right? Yeah. Like I I, I, I looked at, I went back several times. He literally was killed because the Hulk like jumped off a building and some rocks, some debris fell from it and it it killed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh so all the crap as he, he took. <laughs> right. As he's dying because of this debris, he says to himself that he would give anything to punish that purple son of a bitch. <laughs> and somebody hears him. Mephisto does. Because when he awakens, his soul is in front of Mephisto, the Marvel equivalent of the devil, who makes a deal with Frank. Serve him and he can return to Earth and punish Thanos. Frank makes a deal and becomes the Ghost Rider, the living spirit of vengeance. But when he returns to Earth, there's no one there. As Thanos, as Thanos has decimated the planet of all living beings. With weeks, months, and years of no one to punish or take vengeance on, Frank goes insane. One day, Galactus arrives, but he's badly wounded, having survived an attack by Thanos. The Eater of Worlds arrived on Earth, hoping to find Reed Richards or any heroes that can help him defeat the Mad Titan. Instead, he finds Frank as one of the only living beings on Earth. Frank convinces him to give him some power cosmic in exchange for Earth on a dinner plate, and he agrees to help him kill Thanos, effectively becoming his herald. The two, the two charge valiantly into battle and confront the Mad Titan, but Thanos, unimpressed, beheads Galactus with a single beam of energy. Womp. <laughs> I was like... For real? Like, for real, for real? Like, the way they were running into battle and Galactus yeah. has, like, he's, like, ba bandoliers of, of, of weaponry attached to him. And they're both, like, and he's riding the motorcycle and Galactus is there behind him and nothing. Just one shot, head off, over. <clears throat> Thanos, Thanos then turns his sights on Frank and offers him a job as his right hand, promising there will be many people to punish on his road on Thanos' road to total domination. 
and Frank accepts. Which brings us to present day. Both versions of Thanos are outnumbered by the Surfer and his Annihilation Horde. Cosmic Ghost Rider shows up as reinforcements, and Thanos commands him to stop playing around. In a blink of an eye, Cosmic Ghost Rider bathed the entire battlefield in Hellfire, turning all the bugs in the Horde into ash. Which I believe he this forgot means... he could do. Yeah, he was like, that reminded me of Iron Man 2. Where like, you can start off with that laser that kills everybody at the same time. <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I had. And, and again, because of the pure, the, all of the stories with Thanos in it, this entire run, I've read all in 18 issues, so much gravitas mm-hmm. because the guy is huge. You know, his, his power level, his story, his conquest, all these things have so much gravitas. But it's always hilarious with Cosmic Ghost Riders just in there telling jokes. Yes. Like there's so much big things happening in the world. And he himself has so much power. But he's just, he's just one line in it, talking all crazy. Like I like in the beginning when he's like, um, "You see, I just wanted to talk to you, but then you shooted me with the eye beams. I gotta, I gotta chain you up with the with the bones of Satarak. Now we got a whole thing going on." <laughs> like he was like, "You could have just came. Ah, oh, you want to fight? <sighs> now I know what I gotta do." Yeah. Like he, all all of this, but when you've lived that long, all of this has to feel trivial, right? I I, I think. <laughs> Not just live that long, but like the things you've done. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so he bathes the entire battlefield in Hellfire, kills all the bugs, leaving Surfer, King, Young Thanos, and Ghost Rider left on the battlefield. As King Thanos taunts Norrin, he asks what took him so long to come and kill him. To which the Surfer replies, I was busy, I was busy working on becoming worthy before brandishing Mjolnir on his hand. In his hand. Big moment. Big hammer energy. How do you feel about the reveal of the god hammer? Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> what do you think about the idea that he would have to... It would take him thousands of years to become worthy? That, 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 uh, that tracked. <laughs> that tracked. Yeah. I, I thought that was yeah. interesting. Like, I... I almost thought, like, why isn't this a mini? Yeah. I'm slightly curious. Right, right. That makes sense. He um, he has an attitude. Like, he, he is over all of this. We don't know what's what's become of this or what's happened to this surfer. We know that he was an observer as Thanos took over Earth because he saw Frank make the deal with him. Um, but you seemingly, since that day, has been waiting for this moment where he's worthy and he can bring the fight to... Thanos um and yeah usually he's he's such a quietly speaking peaceful man yes Norrin but in this oh it's not he angry it's not it's not yeah he's very upset Mm -mm -mm. while the tale of how the surfer came into possession of Mjolnir has yet to be told here he stands defiantly with the godlike weapon King Thanos threatens to kill surfer with the hammer while surfer promises that Mjolnir will mark his grave Surfer manages to take down both Titans and uses the power of the hammer to destroy the tower Thanos built. When Cosmic Ghost Rider comes into the fray, taunting Surfer about him not being the only herald there, Surfer uses the hammer to crack open the chest of the Spirit of Vengeance, effectively killing Frank Castle. That was nasty. Were you surprised at the very def- definitive and quick death of the Cosmic Ghost Rider? Uh, I was. I, I kept thinking it was going to come back because I was like, <laughs> isn't there more? 
right, right. Uh, and it's it's weird because this is also the kind of the first time you see him fight somebody of his power level. Yeah, it's just like wow, that was quick. Like yeah, you know, fighting uh, the bugs killed them all, but one shot. One shot, like he, they didn't box. He just swung the hammer, smashed him in the chest, and killed him. It was just like for like, all the, for all the power level you put him at, he just like wump. That's it. Like, oh, so he didn't have enough power, cosmic. You understand? Yeah, just not enough. That's what it was, just not enough. Um, Again, Mjolnir. But he has a backup, even though even though the cosmic ghost rider is seemingly the most one of the most powerful cosmic beings in the world, Thanos has a backup, and it is the regular old Hulk. And so he calls Hulk. He releases Hulk. Who, upon being restrained by the surfer, that's a cool moment. Like Hulk goes to chase, like charge after the silver surfer, and surfer just grabs him by the throat. Yeah, he just grabs him by the throat and is like, "Relax, relax." <laughs> you uh, hear me? Let's, let's <laughs> relax. Let's Bruce, 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 and Bruce eventually, real low, big <laughs> Yes, eventually, uh, you hear um, the entire time that Hulk's been loose, he's saying, "Kill the Hulk." Kill the Hulk, kill the Hulk. And then when he transforms back into Bruce Banner, he's like, please kill me. Please, son of a bitch, please kill me. The surfer gazes sympathetically upon his former Defender teammate. Because they used to be Defenders together, bro. Surfer, Hulk, Doctor Strange. I didn't know Surfer was Defender. Yeah, it's like like space, water, land, and Doctor Strange. Sure. So yeah, magic in space, land and heart. That's what it is. Yeah, it is better than heart. Um, so, uh, yes, the surfer gazes sympathetically upon his former defender teammate, who has been made to kill and eat his own friends for hundreds of years. Mm. He gives him assurance that everything will be all right, but young Thanos agree- disagrees. While surfer and young Thanos bicker. King Thanos plunges the sword of Surtur through both Bruce Banner and Norrin Rad. With the Surfer weakened and the Hulk dead, both versions of Thanos take turns slicing, stabbing, and killing the Surfer, who never once begs for his own life. Oh, God, that was really bordering hard. Like, Isn't it? I'm, si- I'm sitting there like, this is just wrong. Uh, like, it's it's written to be wrong. They talk about like how much glee both of them have doing this. There's panels of them passing him around. It becomes a sick game of hot potato as they're tearing him limb from limb. Mm-hmm. And the final blow comes when King Thanos grabs the head of the surfer and cracks the skull of his upon the fallen hammer Mjolnir, proving that his threat was a promise. He said he was going to kill him with that hammer. Mm-hmm. And he killed him with that hammer. Which was funny because I was like, I just sent them a clip of this. Oh, yes. Yes. 100%. Modern problems require modern oh. solutions. I. <sighs> what? No, I'm just like, it was, it, it took me aback how brutal yeah. the killing of Surfer was. Yes, it was nasty. Um, You know, they're just, he. First of all, the stabbing of both men, that was jaw-dropping in in its own right because I wasn't expecting that. But then, like, the systematic dissection of the surfer who has spent nothing but all this time hoping to be the final, last, you know, act of defense against this horrible, horrible man. Um, He teamed up with villains, the Annihilation Wave, to, 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 to try to get this done. 
and still couldn't. Still, with everything, still couldn't. Still, Thanos wins. Um, with the Surfer dead, Death appears in the distance, mm-hmm. seemingly dressed for a wedding, as both Titans look on in awe. Yeah, <laughs> so she's here, but she's pretty basic. And so um, we it leaves us with our last little bit of the story left. Death stands out in the open, choosing to become no closer, which angers the young Thanos, who demands to know why. Death then gives a playful shrug, and suddenly it thawn it dawn it dawns. Oh, this, 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 this. <laughs> and suddenly it dawns on younger it was me, Thanos. <laughs> Who was the entire time? Uh, he figures it out. He wasn't brought in time to help murder the surfer. Uh uh-uh. uh. King Thanos brought him here so that the younger version could kill him. Mm-hmm. If King Thanos dies at the hands of his younger self, he can finally be with his mistress, Death, and give her the one life he could never he never could. His own. Mm. Uh the uh the older Thanos confirms this hunch by stating the only one allowed to kill Thanos is Thanos before promising not to make it easy. And this is when I ask you the most important question of the cast. Go for it. Could 30-year-old you beat up 20-year-old you? Uh, Probably. Probably? Who, who would, if you had to bet all your money on one version... Who would get it? Because I think with me, it's pretty easy. The younger version was was skinnier and um, uh, more more flexible. <laughs> he probably had more upper body strength. Yeah. But the older me is more uh, uh, wily. <laughs> I've survived way too much at this age, so I'd probably go for something cheap and quick and win the whole thing. No, no. I'm going on with the I'm going with the older. Uh, Twenty year old Tony me ain't know nothing. <laughs> he ain't know nothing. He ain't know nothing. You know, uh, a, a 30-year-old me's got, you know, a couple of belts in judo. I've got a few medals in the competition. I've seen some things. There you, there you go. You're sitting on that throne. 30-year-old me with yeah. younger me's ass. I thought about it. It might like, take yeah, a little yeah, longer. Because 30-year-old me can take a beating. But he wasn't good that's, at handing it out. Yes, that's the thing. 20-year-old me is not yawning at 10 o'clock. Yeah. You know, that's not that's not a thing that's happening. He could probably be up all night. But, yeah. But he was also, also pretty um, thin-skinned. Younger me, <laughs> you know, high school me. Yeah, that guy, that guy doesn't know what the hell's going on. But yeah, it made me think. Like they, 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 uh, they go to great lengths to talk about how Thanos is the only one that could truly do this, kill himself. Yeah. Um, and so it made me think of like, I wonder who would win in a fight between me and my younger self. We see this in uh that movie Will, with Will Smith. We had to fight him, his younger self. Uh, uh Gemini. Gemini. Man. Yeah, it was just, it was something man. Yes. Gem- I Gemini man, yet. me either. Uh, which ah, poor Will Smith. I'm not seeing a lot of his movies lately. Um, I wonder if he's gonna be at DC Fandom. Uh, I saw Bright. Da, da, da. Oh, that's oh, that's a, that's kind of topical because Will Smith is Will Smith in there. Yes, he is in that, yes. right? Um, but it's also directed by uh David Ayer. Yes. Um, and so, what do you think about that? Uh, about should we be excited for an air cut is what I'm what I'm asking. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Unless it has some orcs in it. <laughs> oh my god, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I can't imagine what what's to gain from that. <laughs> <laughs> what's to gain? 
Some people just want to watch the world burn. That's what that's what I think. I think there were a lot of people who want to be convinced that Lido Joker was actually something of substance. I we could put a pin in this because I I don't think you can be right if you have the entirety of time to wait to be right. Yeah, (laughs) it makes sense. Right? Does that make sense? A little bit. Like. So that's how I feel about like the little Joker thing. What I got wasn't good. Right. Nothing. Nothing in the world can change the the fact because I believe it's a fact <laughs> that what I got was incomplete and therefore not good. Is there a complete version that exists? Maybe. Is that version popular? Is it good? Is it is it better than what I've ever seen? Maybe. But what I got wasn't good. And again, all I'm asking is to swing hard on the first try. That's it. <laughs> you, you feel me? Because that ball, each ball costs $15 right. or, or $20, depending on the theater. And I don't want to pay for your movie and then your apology movie on Blu-ray six months down the line. Right. I don't think that that's how business should be should work in general. But no, it, it, that's the it, end of it that. doesn't work at all if you're, if you're going to say that. Like, like, no, 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 no. We had a good idea on paper. It's like, well, that's not what we got, bro. And then, like they they seemingly create these crusades, maybe not crusades, but you know, they they place the blame at the foot of Warner Brothers, who then in turn turns around and creates these, uh, you know, deluxe editions. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we're supposed to blame them, and then they oh no, then we're grateful because they gave it to us. Yeah. It's like nah, I'm 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 a bit over that. But at, at least you know, with in, in situations where like, um. Watchmen, like despite how I feel about it, it was a fairly successful movie, and then they gave you more. Yes. So it's like, yeah, more, it's, it's, even it's, even when you didn't ask for more, Greg, they gave you more. Yes. And, that's okay. <laughs> and even when you, and even after that, when you told them to stop, and they, they, stop. And, they <laughs> and they brought even more, even more, even more. Um, yeah, hilarious. Let's get back to Thanos killing Thanos. The only Thanos, oh yeah, right before they do battle, think King Thanos takes a second to try and give advice to his younger self about how lonely it is at the top. He tells him, you know, I've been I, all these millions of years, you know, I, even with your company that I'm getting just now, it felt kind of nice. And I think that when it all comes said and done, if I could impart any piece of wisdom onto you, and then Thanos just blasts him. I was like, no. He just shoots him. He just shoots him. And he's like, uh, do you, uh, you want to talk or do you want to fight? <laughs> and I'm like, well, like, come on, he was gonna give you one piece of, you know, really, really good advice from the future. I, I would, I would have held on to that. I, I, I was so curious. Yeah, you know, like whatever you do, don't wear a mask in January of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the most important thing you will ever do. Uh, so yeah, he blasts him before he could finish the sentiment. The two titans clash. Breaking bones, drawing blood, and cracking skulls. They beat on each other, expelling a millennia's worth of agony in a single fight before young Thanos gets the better of the king and lands several earth-shattering blows, knocking the king down to his knees. As the king begs for young Thanos to take his life, Thanos takes a second to think. Did he ever think it would end like this? Him being forced to kill himself after ruling alone for millions of years? Him being brought here to murder himself as the older version of him begs? No. 
When Thanos thinks of the end of the world, he knows he'll be alive to see it and it won't be on his knees. Mm. And instead of giving King Thanos what he wants, he walks away. King Thanos begins to taunt his younger self who says, if you want to die, kill yourself before snatching the sliver of the time stone Cosmic Ghost Rider used to bring him to the future. He uses Surfer's dead body to power the stone as King Thanos warns him that he is sealing his own fate. He will always grow up. He will always defeat everyone. He will always beat the Surfer and always never be able to die at the hands of his former self, trapping himself in a cycle of torture, which is kind of screwed up. Yeah. Really screwed up. Especially if you know it. Um, when this ha- when this was happening when when it was laid forth that this is this was King Thanos's gambit to get or be with death did you think it would work out the way he planned it did you think young Thanos would just come kill him no I think I I think these things never work in that straight up a line okay so you were just waiting for the monkey's paw like the the, the I was curious what the, the rub was going to be because it's like yeah those things. It's interesting in the sense that, like, I thought, I instantly thought that was what it was going to be, and then they distracted you with the whole like Silver Surfer thing for a bit, and then it came right back around. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I, okay, I thought that um, when it came to when it came to like the fight because of the cover of the ne- of this last issue, I actually thought that they would they were just gonna fight each other for her, right? Like. Like they were gonna see her in the distance, and the young one would be like, "Oh my God, death!" And the king would be like, "No, you fool! She's here for me." Well, I'm the old, I'm the one in front of you, and then they would just start fighting each other just because she's the last hot dog or something. Last slice of pizza. Yes, I thought they were really gonna go go ham at that idea, but uh, no, he. It, this is all this is all kind of for sport, I guess. <laughs> like just beating on each other for sport. They talk about this this uh, working through. That Thanos was working through his emotions, beating on his older self and vice versa. All the frustrations, all the anger, all the desperation, all in one moment. Um, uh, but yeah, he denies his future self this death. And so, um, but again, King Thanos warns him, you're going to be trapped in this cycle of torture. But young Thanos sees it another way. With the ability to go back in time with knowledge of the future, young Thanos will do everything in his power to make sure the future in which King Thanos resides in never materializes. He, avo- he vows to erase King Thanos from existence before using the time stone to return back to his time. A moment passes and King Thanos is surprised to see that he still exists, stating that this must be fate, that he and death are finally alone together as it was meant to be. He extends his hand and gives her a black rose, which she accepts before looking sad. Suddenly, King Thanos realizes what has happened. Death is not dressed for a wedding but instead for a funeral because young Thanos has effectively changed the timeline, causing King Thanos to no longer exist. And with that, another story of the mad Titans ends like they all do with death who drops the black rose and disappears. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) A A great moment. A great, nice little like I felt like I said again. Like these are it's a simple story, but the gravitas they give to Thanos and um, just the events of everything, the 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 finite, the infinite, the inevitable, all the words that you would use to talk about long stretches of time. This forever king, um, I really I really like that idea of like 
somebody who at their wit's end doesn't really have anything else left. You know, we played around with old man Logan dystopian. That's why I'm guessing that's where your dystopian future uh, joke came from. Yes. Cause we've tackled a lot of dystopian futures uh, here on this cast. And it, it's a very popular it always, subject. It always kind of has to deal with what happens when somebody who was kind of sort of, when somebody who kind of lived for one goal achieves that goal. Um, what was it? We talked about it earlier too. It's always just like uh, these, these, uh, like these world dominations or even like world extermination plots are always very puzzling because to say, like, okay, and yeah, when I was smaller, <laughs> I remember I used to ask people, um, "What happens if Rita Repulsa wins? Right. Does she kill? Does she kill them?" She's talking about ruling the universe. Is she going to enslave them or is she going to kill them? Is right. is this is this ruling queen about destruction? What's is she going to give us like new intergalactic space travel? Like what what happens when we lose this war right. that we're talking about here? We never find out. Like at least even with the like Star Wars, they they have a bureaucracy set up. So assuming yeah. you would just fall into all of that. And I, I was thinking the same thing with like you know I I know when Dust and Doctor Doom takes over, it's still about subjugation. We're staying around. It's just gonna suck. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just a different flag. Yeah, he's, he's gonna put put a different flag there. Um, I know that the Joker 80th uh comic played around with Joker, you know, in a world without Batman, and that's you know he'd he he'd be bored and be over himself. And I think they played around with that in the Batman Strikes Again, the Dark Knight Strikes Again, the Dark Knight Strike, the Dark Knight returns <laughs> i got it it was on the fifth try in the dark knight returns two, uh, bruce wayne, yes bruce wayne has seemingly retired and so with no batman the go the the joker goes comatose and ends up in a uh they're gonna say an assignment yeah. if i'm not mistaken there's nothing to say upon, nothing to do is like upon seeing him there at the asylum he figures that oh no upon seeing batman is alive um, he springs back into action. Yeah. Who else do you think w- would be pretty miserable if they ever achieved their goals? Uh, I think I think like Ra's al Ghul. Uh, definitely the Riddler. I think Riddler's up there. I think he's one of the one of the most foolish villains because he honestly doesn't want to not be caught. Yeah, like, you know Riddler's he sort of he a, wants to get Riddler's it. sort of a cyclical like. You know, I, I I need somebody to play the game with, or else I'm bored. Yeah, because I hundred percent. It, it doesn't work that Riddler is so smart if he has nobody to, uh, you say like, it, it exploit his you know superiority over. Yes, because the only way to answer these riddles is to seemingly copy his thought process in crafting the riddles. Yeah, and so you kind of get in his mind, and I think he gets off on that in a weird, probably sick way. Yes. Uh, there, there's also like villains that are a little bit on the gray spectrum, like uh, Mister Freeze. Just cure the lady. I'm pretty sure he'd stop killing people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just find, yeah, yeah. Give him his goal. He'll be done. He'll retire. Everything will be done. Just give him what he needs. And uh, I've seen two instances where they where they actually kind of go for the cure Noah plot, and they both end terribly. Yeah, didn't she come back recently? Yes. Didn't they do something recently? She did. Okay. And they switch, yeah, they I... basically switch places. Ah, oh, son of a gun. <laughs> uh, Victor Victor gets some, Victor gets some sort of like virus or infection where like 
he needs to be in the, the, the tube now. And she goes out and she gets, she becomes crazy because whatever he used to heal her was like contaminated or strained. Way to go. Way to go, Freeze. Yep. Way to go. Or your back alley surgeries. This is this is what this is what came up came about that. So uh, now it's a mysteries. I think Magneto's a bit of a doom, right? Like if he were to achieve his ultimate goal, I think he'd just be ruling. Yeah. And over over some sort of land. I, I, I think there's a possibility that like you'd get tired of Magneto that just went home. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, the, the world is all mutants now. I've got It's all that's done. That's it. I'm cool. Y'all, it's all govern yourselves and don't be idiots. Lest I have to come back here. I like that lest. <laughs> um, what is the likelihood that you will uh, follow the stories of Cosmic Ghost Rider? Um, I think I'll give that. I, I guess I'll give that one book a try. Like it, it seems interesting. <laughs> uh, Goofy John Bernthal is in my head. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, I think it's 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 an it's punchy and 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 funny enough uh, to deserve a read. I think I think and, and pure entertainment value. I we've done this is I want to say episode one hundred and forty mm-hmm. of of the cast. I want to say I could be completely wrong, but I think it's episode one hundred and forty. And in though in that, we've tackled so many different recaps and reviews. Um, some of them are strenuous because they talk about different dimensions and powers and. And and alter egos and all this other kind of stuff. Cosmic Ghost Rider is just a blast. Yeah, <laughs> it's a time travel story that starts and ends on the same kind of day. Yeah, <laughs> seemingly, and so it all kind of just buttons up real nice and cute. Um, and we it's had nice to have something simple once in a while. Yeah, um, we had originally Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel Universe or the history of the Marvel Universe. Um, on the schedule, I think that got ended up moving for a bunch of other stuff, but that might end up coming back. And that is a story in which um, Frank, that Frank, is able to go back to his house and see his wife, his wife and his child, the day before they're gunned down. And he pre- he pretends to be like Frank's uncle, and he regales them with stories of the Marvel universe, like how the Fantastic Four got there and the and initially spider-man galactus etc so uh yeah go back and check that out and then after i finish reading that i gotta find out what the heck's going on with this revenge who he's going revenge on is he been folding into has he been folded into the 616 uh because spoiler alert the cosmic ghostwriter story that we cover deals with him uh waking from being killed by silver surfer he wakes in yeah he, he awakes in valhalla and um, he's too annoying, so Odin <laughs> is gonna banish him oh, back to Earth. That's interesting because uh, okay, so I guess spoiler alert for silliness. That's at the right. end of the annual, right? So I saw it at the beginning. Okay, when he's looking at all those like the stars and all that kind of stuff, I was like, oh wait, he's in Valhalla. <laughs> he basically gets bored of Valhalla and gets kicked out of Valhalla by Odin, who gives him back his motorcycle, his power cosmic, etc. The entire the and, entire annual is him telling Odin a bunch of stories, and then he's just like, "Wait, who are you again, Odin? Oh, <laughs> wait, where am I? That's, a, that's hilarious. You're in Valhalla. Yeah, Come on, freaking Frank gets kicked out of Valhalla, and um, once he gets all his powers back, he decides there's only one thing to do." 
There's only one thing to do to change the course of how his life was lived, and that is strangle baby Thanos in the court. <laughs> and so the rest of the comic deals with whether or not he's able to make that decision and what comes out from it. Uh, I think it's 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 quite entertaining, especially because it folds back in Thanos. It folds back in the events of this entire story. Thanos lives. Go back and read um the rest of this uh, run. Did you get to read any of this uh, when uh, before? You got into Thanos wins? No. Yeah, so the beginning uh, deals with... The beginning volume, the first volume of this, deals with his son coming to destroy him, seemingly. Oh, and... oh I'm sorry. You meant the first two volumes. Yes, yes. I read volume one, and I did like a like a, a comic story in, of, comic, of volume two because I was running out of days. So I did that, and then... I started looking at the solicits. They need to put the Phoenix Force down for a bit. <laughs> in, my, in my personal opinion, put a pin in it. Put a pin in old, in old Phoenixy. I feel like she's become the new MacGuffin, and I'm, I, I'm pretty sure this has happened for years. I think but it's X-Men just like X Men versus uh, Avengers. The, uh, the Phoenix Force is a big force in that. <laughs> I know that. Um, they play with the Phoenix Force in the Thanos run. Uh, she just seems to be popping up all over. And I guess one of the next things that happens in Marvel coming up in the future is she's back. Somehow. Again? Some way. Yay! I thought we did that it's with Jean. the Jean Grey story. Jean will always be back, Greg. That's what you need to understand. Not only will Jean always be back, but we'll always be back. We'll be here every single Wednesday, dropping the bombs of content that we do here as part of Comic Book Click. So thank you for listening so far to this episode. It's a bit of a short one this week, but next week is going to be jam-packed as we get over eight hours of announcements. Yeah, you're going to need a short (laughs) one right now because there's going to be a lot to talk about. There's going to be a lot of homework uh, moving forward for the guys at Comic Book Click and the host of the Major Issues Podcast as we try to unravel everything that DC is going to give us. (laughs) <laughs> no, you ain't lying. You're not lying. And I got to try to catch takeover after that. It's going to be. Can you imagine it being on a Monday? And it's just like, oh, God, I've got to do so much work. On a, on a Monday that I work? You understand? So it's like I'm watching, I'm like catching some of it at work and then trying to write down what I can. Um, the, fortunately, uh, and I'll, matter of fact, I will put the registration for the fandom in the show notes. But uh, fortunately, once you register, You'll be able to watch all the panels for free. There's a schedule. And just like uh, um, the pay-per-views back in the day, it all just replays over and over again. Okay. So you basically got VOD of it after the fact. Yes. Yeah. I think it plays well into the night of Sunday. Really? So it it ends at 9, roughly 9, 10. And it will start at 10 with the first panel that it did of that day. So you oh, seemingly so have the weekend uh, to catch up. So it's like it's it's just on repeat. An encore presentation, as the WWE used to say. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so there's there's time. There's time we have the weekend to soak up all the DC goodness. Um uh they fired a bunch of people. Yes, they did. Great. <laughs> that, that's not great. They canceled a bunch of books. That's also not great. Uh but we'll see what they have in sort of anything else. Uh maybe the Emperor has no clothes. We'll find out. Uh, next Saturday um, with DC Fandom. One day but, I'll look up what that term means. 
Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to every single episode of the Major Issues Podcast. Um, we try to do our best every single week to give you guys some content free of charge, straight off the domes of some of the latest and greatest stories to come to comic books and comic book media. We, You can find every single episode of this illustrious podcast at comicbookclick.com, our official website, and the one stop for all things comic book click. That's articles, by people like myself, GT Rebirth, Dan the Comic Man. Uh, we have every episode of the Major Issues Podcast, over 140 hours of content, recapping and reviewing your favorite movies, television shows, and comic book storylines. We also have our merchandise. Our Public store is available at comicbookclick.com, uh, where I think right now they might be doing a back-to-school sale, so you can be able to get some notebooks and some laptop cases with some exclusive designs made by us here at Comic Book Click. Um, we have some new merchandise for Umbrella Academy Season 2, Doom Patrol Season 2, Stargirl Season 1, uh, so go back and try to get some of that stuff. It is occasionally on sale. Just make sure that you are following us on our social media to find out when that happens. Uh, you can listen to this podcast if you already have a podcast app. Let's say you've already been podcasting. You're like, bro, I don't want to keep going to comicbookclick.com for every episode. That's fine. Whatever podcast app that you have, you can easily stream the Major Issues podcast. That's Stitcher, Podbean, the Apple Podcast app, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneFind, iHeart, YouTube, wherever podcasts are found, wherever you're listening to your millionth episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, you can put ours right next to it by searching for Major Issues Podcast. And the easiest, quickest way to find us, go to Google and type in Major Issues Podcast and we'll be the first ones to pop up because we're always talking about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. So like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, grow our audience. Uh, but the quickest way you can grow our audience is to rate and review us on iTunes, which is the quickest way to tell people that we are the greatest. Pretend stars one through four don't count. Just hit us with that five. <laughs> uh, you understand? Just hit us with that five. That five count like your Biggie Langston or to our older uh, people, King Kong Bundy. Yeah. Um, like that. So uh, go ahead, hit us with that five, and other people will be able to find us in their podcast directories as recommendations. Because if are like, you have to listen to this super cool podcast. It has five stars. It's almost like they're King Kong Bundy or if you're younger, Biggie Langston. So <laughs> go back. Listen to our older episodes. Odds are, if you like what you're hearing here, you're going to like some of those older ones. So go ahead and do that. And then last but not least, we want to hear from you. We know you've been going to comicbookclick.com. We know you've been buying the merchandise. We know you've been listening to the podcast because the episode numbers are going up. But we want to hear directly from you. Speak back to us. Talk to us at facebook.com slash comicbookclick, Instagram at comicbookclick, or use the hashtag comicbookclick to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We're also at Major Issues CBC on Twitter, and I believe GT has a Twitter as well. Uh, yes, yes, we do. Uh, I have I have my Twitter, which is uh, WeBirth GT. <laughs> the Twitter machine. The Twitter machine, yes. And uh, we're, we're, um, we're talking about it. We're thinking about it. Maybe when the full game comes out, you might get some Twitch streams with me and Yogi acting like an absolute idiots on the Avengers game. Well, Maybe. catch catch those two sons of Twitches <laughs> right here really? in front of our official, our official Twitch channel that will be coming up soon. Listen, listen, you know what? A little rant here. Okay. All right. 
No one expected this year to turn out this way. Who the hell knew how the hell this year was going to turn out? Come next year, maybe we got a Twitch. You know, maybe we got a full-fledged Patreon. Maybe we got green screen uh, <laughs> movies. You understand? Maybe I have a pet raccoon sidekick. Who knows? I'm open to all of we'll it. No longer, <laughs> no longer am I like the Mad Titan Thanos fixed on our one <laughs> future that I've been to where we become the greatest thing. No, there's many futures where we become even greater than that. We become an intergalactic podcast. Oh and God. those... That's the future that I'm waiting for. But until then, thank you guys for listening to uh, this episode. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. I'm Gregory Thomas, a.k.a. GT Rebirth. And this has been our Thanos Lives recap and review. And remember, whether your insatiable appetite for murder has gone unanswered, whether you consider yourself a herald of sorts, the spirit of vengeance, or just a little bit insane remember Thanos wins and remember you yes you are worthy